Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. season three episode 13 and you guys we have this episode and we have next week season three episode 14 and then that will be a wrap and um, we actually were just really talking about what to get into today Um, decided that we'll save the Disney conversation for another time we actually are hopeful to have a guest on um, who can kind of shed some light as far as what's going on Uh, So I don't know how much we want to get into that today, Uh, but last episode, we had the opportunity to just speak on health and wellness, and hopefully you got some good tips, and and, um, I know I did. I I, I actually drank more shakes this last week and felt encouraged to really, you know, look at my vitamin stash, and and, um, I just, Jenna, I feel like it's something I've just been more aware of, like even in the last couple months, and especially after having COVID last fall, just better self-care and supplements and all of that. Um, But today we actually want to probably each share a bit of testimony, but talk about just why it's so important to share testimony. Um, Because as we enter into our next episode, we have somebody coming on who has Um, an incredible testimony. She actually used to work at Planned Parenthood and now is an advocate for life. And um, she's an Esther. And uh, before she comes out, we want to talk about our testimonies and just encourage you to um, not only think about, you know, your testimony because you have one and um, not only think about your testimony, but just understand the significance of why share it, you know, so there's a lot in scripture about testimony. Um, Jenna, I know you've got a couple different scripture verses. How about we kick it off with, with a scripture? Sure. Yeah. So we just very briefly <laughs> were talking and, and came up with this. And so obviously one of the first scriptures that came to my mind was the one that you pulled up in revelation. And so you can share that in a minute. Um, but I was just thinking about the life of Jesus and how, you know, you can see throughout scripture that he didn't begin to walk in signs and miracles and, um, all of that until the Holy spirit came upon him. And, you know, for me in my life, I feel like that's where things really changed. And, you know, in acts one, eight, it says, but I promise you this, the Holy spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power. You will be my messengers to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places of the earth. And so the promised Holy Spirit, you know, through this scripture, like the whole point was so then that you could go and testify about Jesus and spread the good news. It was like this, the starting of your ministry um, so that you could walk out the God-given divine call on your life. And, you know, I remember 
um, just walking through, you know, a lot of healing, you know, through the trauma, walking through the trauma of abortion. And there was just a lot of deep healing that had to go forth first before I felt like I was really in a position where I could share because there would be so many tears and it was such you know, the Lord just really had, had to move. And I remember thinking like, how am I ever going to get to the point where I am actually able to talk about this and help other people and just share my experience of what was the truth of what really happened and how that was so different from what I was told was going to happen. And, you know, and for me, it was really through, you know, the baptism of the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit coming upon me in power that there was just this overnight there, I just felt like there was this change and there was this courage. There was this, um, you know, confidence there was, it it was just, you know, the Holy spirit stands in our weakness and, and does the things that, you know, we can't do. And so it's this life of like, I think it was like Paul, it was like, he was just reliant on the work of the Holy spirit and the power of the Holy spirit. And so, you know, when we, decide to start sharing and testifying of the things that God does in our life. Just don't feel like you, it, 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 it doesn't have to be done out of the flesh. It doesn't have to be done out of lofty speech, all of those things, right. It can be done through the power of the Holy spirit and testimony changes things. Yeah. And it gets to the heart of people. Amen. It totally does. And, and I am reminded of the scriptures, um, revelation 12, 11, um, but also to Timothy one eight, um, you know, not being ashamed of the testimony about our Lord. And, you know, we each have, you know, Jenna, just like you were saying how there was a time where maybe it wasn't easy to share testimony, but you knew you had it. And when you received the Holy spirit, it became like, I feel like Holy spirit gives words. Right. And, and we'll, lead you into knowing when it is time to share your testimony. Um, I'm actually reminded of the scripture about, you know, not casting your, your, your pearls per se before swine, right? Like there are times that we don't share uh, because somebody isn't going to maybe necessarily value or hear it because maybe the soil in their heart isn't ready. And thankfully the Holy spirit will guide us into when to speak and when not to speak. And we talked about that. That's an Esther, right? And Esther knows when to share and when not to share but how do we triumph, right? There are times where we're going to share our testimony. It might be with one other person. It might be, um, you know, an invitation you receive to share on a stage to maybe share again, one-on-one, right? We're not all going to be sharing testimony from a stage, but when you can share even with one other person, right? Revelation twelve eleven says that you triumph you triumph over the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. So again, Revelation 12, 11, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So it is, it's, it's truly a powerful thing when you are able, I think first to recognize what Jesus has done in your life, right? What, what is the change? I mean, I think back and just the significance change, significant change of where I was before to where I am now. And that was, that gives glory to God. Like there's no other way to have such a night and day difference. And it's, it points to him from being addicted to drugs and alcohol, working in a strip club, you know, living as well with the shame and the grief of abortion and 
disconnected truly from destiny, disconnected from family, disconnected from myself, my true self, right? There was such a, such a, just, I I don't know. The only word that comes to mind is shame. And so coming out of that, it was definitely because of Jesus Christ, because of the Lord that my life got changed. And so I'm just super grateful for that. And, you know, I know listeners that you have a testimony and, um, I would just encourage you, you know, maybe you have shared it, maybe you, maybe you're writing it down. Um, but to think about what, what is the difference in your life, where you were at to where you are now, you know, that's, that's testimony. You know, you can see a difference when, when Holy spirit comes in or you start walking with the Lord, there's going to be a change. Um, so I've got a couple other scriptures, but Jenna, do you have any others on testimony or, you know, I, I was curious, when's the first time you shared your testimony? Um, so I'm, I can't remember when the year was, um, it was sometime like within the last five years, but, you know, I just, I remember I was in this season of deep like healing and crying out to God. I had this moment of just this, like godly sorrow that just propelled me into like, Lord, I want you to use me. You know, it was like this moment of surrender. And then God used that. He used that godly sorrow to work out, you know, for my victory and, um, to then share. And it was that story of, I just remember one night I woke up, I heard a crying baby. I couldn't find a baby anywhere. I knew that there was some type of ministering angel next to my bed and there was this spirit to spirit interaction. And I woke up the next day and I remember thinking, cause I was up for hours and I just remember thinking, what was that? And the word, like my, this impression of the word was just commissioned. And I remember like, what is the definition of commission? I need to know. But it was that, like, I was now commissioned to go out and share my testimony and God was going to use that. And then just one by one, I got asked to video my testimony for the first time. And then it was to share at the prayer house then share at a women's conference. And God just began to opening um, door after door. And it was, it was really cool. Yeah. I love it. And I hear the progression of it too, right? Like God is the one who will open doors, right? You'll know when you're supposed to share. And I mean, I think back to like 2000, oh my goodness, seven, 2008 kind of been there. I was, I was doing the Alcoholics Anonymous and I remember being asked, you know, to share my story at a, at a, um, at a meeting. And those were some of the first places you know, truth be told that I, that I started to share, but I never, there were certain parts of my story. I never shared like, like I just, it's like, I wasn't ready for that. You know, I could share like a portion of it, but it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily in full. And and now looking back and just seeing the different doors that the Lord has opened, like there's just been a, 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 a I don't know how to say this. Like, I'm just grateful for the progression of how it's gone. Like, you yeah. know, there's yeah places now where I can share and um, I'm able to share my story, but then package it up with a nice bow. Like these are the gifts, you know, mm-hmm. walking with the Lord, walking with the Holy spirit has, has brought about, you know, whatever it might be, whether it be, um, a marriage, a, you know, lengthy sobriety time, 
um, whatever. I don't need to go into all those things, but those are the gifts. That's part of testimony. And, um, I love this, this verse in Romans 1 16, it says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. Right. So like, we're those, we're those girls who are like, you know, talking about Jesus all the time because he changed our lives. Right. I am not ashamed of the gospel, the truth, Jesus Christ, what he did, what that means, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. So we, we are, you know, we're the Gentiles. So, yeah. And I would say just to encourage other people, like, I remember the first time that I shared and, you know, just getting feedback from other people or someone come up to me and say, oh, you have no idea, you know, how much this meant to me, or or they would say, you know, I've walked through the same thing or whatever. And to then just have that opportunity to just encourage them and how that brought encouragement to them by someone just getting up and sharing like, Hey, this is where I was. This is what happened. And here's where I'm at now. Um, and I just remember like having this thought, like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, you know, like, um, just being willing to just lay down my life. I remember I had to lay down what other people were going to think of me. I had to, and in a sense, I felt like I had to lay down my reputation and it's, it's tricky and it's upside down. The kingdom is upside down because you think that you're, you're losing, but you're actually gaining. And, you know, um, there's also like so many different ways that you can testify at the Lord. Cause all of us, um, hopefully have this like coming to faith and then there can be different testimonies. Like Mike and I, you know, we have a testimony within our marriage, you know, I have a, I have testimonies, you know, with my children, just being a mother and all of the things that the Lord has done, you know, like in finances, just, there's so many ways that you can testify. It doesn't have to always be this big, huge testimony. It can just be these little things that you just run into people and, um, or you just encourage your friends with like, Hey, guess what the Lord did? <laughs> like, you know, and so there's just always an opportunity to just tell someone about the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And I think about in revelation, like when it talks about he's, he's faithful and true, you know, and that's going to be, what was that? What is that verse where it's like, is it written on his legs or somewhere like, or he's come riding in yeah, faithful, something like that. Yep. And I just feel like the longer you walk with the Lord, the more it's not just something you hear, but it's just something, you know, that my God is faithful and true. And, you know, this week I have been reading through, um, Corinthians and there's this one verse that talks about like, Lord, I just want to be found. I want, I want you to know me as faithful and trustworthy. And so that's something I just have been repeating, like, Lord, I just want to be, I want you to find me faithful and I want to be trustworthy with everything that you give to me, with everything that you share with me. I want to be willing to, to shout it on the mountaintops if that's what you're calling me to do. But then also I want to be, um, you know, I want to be able to be hidden and, and not have to be noticed if that's what you call me to. So it's all about, you know, whatever the Lord is calling you to. Mm, amen. Amen. You know, it's, it's important, you know, that we, that we realize the value, the great value of our testimony. And I love that. I love what you said, Jenna, that it, it, it doesn't have to be this, this, you know, big thing, but it can point to 
whether it be with your children or marriage or something that happened today, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but not only do our testimonies represent us, you know, coming, coming to Christ, coming to Jesus Christ, but they, they can continue to bring others to him, you know, when we share and, and that's just it. That's, that's the whole point of it, but we overcome by sharing our testimony. And so, um, we actually have a, uh, just a powerful, powerful, powerful testimony, um, that, uh, someone is going to share by spoken word. And we're going to just leave the rest of this time for you to hear. And this brought me to tears. I heard this this morning, such a powerful spoken word testimony. And we're going to play that for you now. Possessions, possessions. I had them or did they have me? Trips, cars, clothes, designer bags, all created a facade, a hole formed in my spirit as deep and as wide as the Grand Canyon. Money is not evil. However, when it becomes an idol, it is. And just like a sperm cell that fertilizes an egg, I had conceived the concept that I had to have it at all cost. I ignored the deep decay that began inside of me. And inside of me was he trick after trick after trick. I lost a piece of me after each date I turned, and as time progressed, there was no more me, only she. Possessions, I had them, or did they have me? Carmen stood there looking in the mirror, admiring herself camouflaged in 30-inch weed, long, fake French manicured nails that danced with Servarsi crystals, Let's not forget the mink lash extensions, all the while breastfeeding and nurturing an addiction to fast money and losing me in the process. Possessions, I had them or did they have me? Then one frightful day, our world collapsed underneath the psychological pain and agony of self-loathing. My alter ego, also known as Carmen, had abandoned me, leaving me raw and bleeding like an open wound from an AK-47 rifle. The wound in my soul was gushing bright red blood, just like Ricky from Boys in the Hood. Possessions, I had them or did they have me? We found ourselves in a familiar position on our knees once again, but this time it was quite different. We had hit rock bottom and the only way to look was up. At the end of the narrow dark tunnel, Jesus appeared, extending his nail marked hands to us as we cried out for help and restoration. He immediately rescued us from the modern day Sodom and Gomorrah, also known as the sex industry. Possessions, I had them or did they have me? That old serpent, the trickster, also known as Satan, reared his ugly head and taunted me saying, how can a prostitute be forgiven? Head held high with the new identity I'd found in Christ. I looked him square in the eye and confidently quoted Ephesians 1.17. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in according with the riches of God's grace. No longer were we bought by men or immobile from our carnal sin because the blood of Christ has paid the full price. Possessions no longer have me. All right. Thank you so much, Bella. It's so good to hear somebody's testimony of overcoming 
Um, and we know that you listeners, you have a, a powerful testimony as well. And I just pray um, that you would just know, you know, when God is calling you to share testimony, you know, Holy Spirit is so good and he will lead you. There are times to speak and um, there are times, you know, not to, but the Holy Spirit is good. He is your counselor. He is your peace. He is your rest. And um, I just pray all the blessings um, of God. And uh, also that you join us for our last episode. Next time we have um, Abby Johnson joining us and it's going to be powerful. So until next time.